1: Hi everybody, Andrew Gormley, CEO of Classic Flyers here. If you're interested in classic aviation and you want to get up close and personal to old aircraft and see some of New Zealand's aviation history, come across the Classic Flyers. Jean Batten Drive, Mount Maunganui, right on the edge of the airport. You can go for flights in old airplanes like Boeing Stearmans and Harvards. There's lots to see, A kids parties happening here all the time. We have functions and function rooms, business meetings, and a great cafe with excellent coffee. If you'd like to be involved with Classic Flyers, we also have the volunteer groups who do all things from helping out with function work or just on the main hangar floor with visitors and guests or birthday parties, right through to engineers who get involved in restoring some of our wonderful old aircraft assets. It's a great place and it's in a good location. Come and have a visit check out the website on www.classicflyersnz.com.
0: The Wings Over New Zealand show would like to acknowledge the great support it's had from Fly DC3. You can fly back in time with Fly DC3 from Ardmore Airport, charter the DC3 Dakota, and fly into the past. It's an experience you'll never forget. Fly DC3. Go to www.flydc3.co.nz.
2: Vintage Aviation News is pleased to support Wings Over Britain and Wings Over New Zealand. And we'll be checking in with reports as Dave's tour progresses. Vintage Aviation News is an organization founded by a group of passionate vintage aviation enthusiasts who love to share the history and technology aviation museums preserve for the public. It's our intention to play a role in safeguarding the heritage of of these beautiful machines by providing increased awareness and education through the use of internet-based digital media. Vintage Aviation News is an online news resource dedicated to warbirds, aviation museums, vintage aviation, and aviation heritage, and the many enthusiasts who wish to know more about them. The goal of this site is to provide fresh, daily news content for a large community of aviation fans who visit our page regularly. Vintage Aviation News Online can be found on your usual social media channels and at VintageAviationNews.com. Welcome to the Wings Over New Zealand show with Dave Homewood.
3: Welcome to the Wings Over New Zealand show. I'm your host Dave Homewood and I'd like to welcome back to the show Gavin Conroy. Hi Gavin. Hi Dave, how are you today? Good, good. How are you? Yeah, good, good thanks. Now, it's uh, as a, as we record this it's uh, Sunday morning the 2nd of April and so we're less than a week away from classic fighters air show at Omako and um, you're the boss this year the fir- for the first time and uh, so we thought we'd better get you on the show and uh, have a bit of a preview of the air show yeah good idea so um, What's it like being the boss of the issue now? I know you've been on the committee for a long time, but uh, you know you you're, you're now sort of uh, in charge. You're the general manager of the air show. Um, How's it going? You know, it's going pretty well. Um, I, I probably think that the
4: the boss term is a little bit, um, um, uh, it, it, yeah. It's a, it's an interesting term because there, there's such a big committee of people behind it all that. Unless everybody works together, it doesn't happen. Of course. Yes. Um, but, you know, learned quite a bit over the last sort of six and a half months. Um, and, yeah, because we have such a strong committee of people uh, and they're all into it now, you know, proper, because it's the the Sunday before, the fences are going up, um, gold stands going in, all that stuff today, and it's a whole new layout because we have to use the 3012 display line. It's the only runway we have now yeah so um yeah just going out there this morning and having a look at the new airplane uh, that i sort of sat down and measured out on google maps and things like that and to see that the measurements look like they
3: were reasonably accurate was some um, pretty good feeling this morning oh good good it'd be a bugger if you didn't have enough room for all the planes that are coming
4: yeah well, that's you know and you, you look at a, at a computer screen and you know you, you're you draw up a parking area and you know i've had james orphan helping me out with um he's scaled the airplanes to the map. Yeah. so we should know we're pretty accurate that we're um on the right path there so there'll be kind of be walkways leading in and out with different areas with airplanes parked so the public can can get um around three sides of the airplanes rather than just look at them from the fence line facing outwards Wow, that's a fantastic idea! Yeah, so it's a it's quite different, and you know, those those walkways are about ten meters wide, so we should be able to get plenty of people in there. Okay, and we've got like no one, two, probably four, four big areas like that. So all the golden age stuff will parked together: World War One, World War Two, um, all on their own um, in their own section. Fantastic! That's a brilliant idea, Gavin. Yeah, it, it's come up pretty well, as I say, from looking at the fencing this morning, it does look like. measurements are accurate because we've we've been looking at maps here and because you're looking at small maps you think oh gee is there really enough room it doesn't look like much yeah um but now that we're um i don't want to speak too soon but at the moment looks all right
3: (laughs) so um you mentioned about the runway change uh and a different display line but is the flight line where the audience stand is that much the same or like no, the- it's no. It sort of looks out to the southwest now. So,
4: if you can visualize the three zero one two runway, yeah. um, it runs it runs in line with that. So, you're, that's the position of the crowd light now. Okay,
3: okay. So
4: you're kind of looking southwest a little bit. Um, so it's going to be, you know, the practice slots are quite full for this week for Thursday and Friday because it's a, it's a new thing, um, and. Yep. We are in a situation with the housing at the other end of the runway. We're at the end of one two, two uh, where there's housing down there now. There's rules we have to fit in with and we just have to get on with it. And through the help of New Zealand Warbirds and CAA and Airways, we've been able to um, work our way through it, which is good. But it's just different. It's, you know, if you're in a, in a Harvard on your back looking down, um, it's going to be, You know so different to anything that you've looked back at before Mm, yeah um so there's you know guys have booked two or three practices just so they can get used to that layout
3: which is great okay Okay. cool now uh let's talk about the airplanes you've got a number of new aircraft coming that haven't been to um classic fighters before and uh, i thought we'd just run through a few of them um yeah i think the top of the list i have to mention um harvard 1044 uh that he's just got flying my gosh that thing is so beautiful isn't it yeah it is i did a photo flight with bevan the other day and flew in the back of it um as well
4: and which was kind of neat and it's it's a lovely airplane got a nice strong engine too um and the way he's gone to the lengths he's gone to to get the bombs underneath it um and all that you know it's um I love a camouflaged
3: Harvard so it wins for me all all time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Stephen. really. Absolutely. And, and it's in its original wartime colours that it wore uh 1944, 45 uh when it was based at Ahakia with uh, number two uh fighter operational training unit and Yeah, yep that's um, right.
4: It's um you know, it's, and it's he's gone to the you know, the camouflage is exactly the same. All hmm. the stencils are on it. Um yep. Yeah, when I got in it the other day, I was kind of trying to be careful that it, you know, didn't even touch anything. Um, yeah.
3: you know. <laughs> yeah. God it's, forbid the first person that puts a scratch on that paint. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that would not be good. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh the the interesting thing too is that aircraft arrived in New Zealand uh, in bare metal and originally flew in bare metal and then at some point it got repainted sometime probably about 1944 uh it got painted into the camouflage and it's new zealand paint and that paint scheme on it is representing the new zealand shades so if you look at the yeah. if you look at the markings um the blue looks a little bit different from what you would yeah. And yes, and, and that's that's been matched exactly to the blue that was used uh you know at that period and and if you look underneath the the uh sky um color on the on the underside it's a lot more green than um in tint than uh the the factory sky on the harvards which is what uh 1015 was matched to so mm. I mean it's, it's interesting it's very unique um and it's great to see yeah
4: it is it's um yeah it's been a long time since we've had a um newly restored harvard flying in the country and um mm. Sure, you know, it sure got a lot of attention when it came through when Bevan brought it through here the other day. Um and you know, part of that display is, is to um, you know, give the the young guys more of an opportunity at some of these shows. So uh Bevan and uh Marco Sullivan will fly together with a pair of Harvards Saturday, Sunday. yeah, And then uh Pete McCoom and Bevan will fly in a pair of Harvards on Friday night. Yep. Um because yep. it's you know, we've just got a um Give these younger guys the opportunities, give them the slots to actually go and fly at these shows so they can learn. Yep, um, exactly. So I'm looking quite forward. I've, I've saw the practice the other day, uh, out on the airfield that they both flew and it was their first time at it. This was, this was Mark at Bevan. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it put a smile on my face just to see the young guys coming through doing their thing. I mean, I know they've been flying aeroplanes for a while, but being a regular on the air show seems a little bit different than going and doing some flying in your local aerobatic area. Yes. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, very cool.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I've seen uh, Bevan and Pete doing their practice up at Woodyanga a, a couple a couple years they've been doing it. Um, and I've seen uh, uh, Bevan and Mark fly at the um, Tiger Moth meet at yeah. as well. They did a, a kind of an impromptu display there, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, and that's,
4: what, that's that's what's kind of led us to where we are. Like, yeah. like just stick to Pete and Bevan, you know, if you want the opportunity, you know, it's eight minutes of your life um, on the Friday night. So, um, yeah, so they've been, you know, there's a lot of time, effort and expense goes into making this stuff happen. So, yes, you know, it's great that they've got the attitudes to say, right, you know, here's, our, here's an opportunity for us. Let's make most of it. So yeah. I, I can't wait to see, you know,
3: see the boys fly, actually. I'm really forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so another um, new aircraft on the scene is the Lockheed Electra Junior that's coming up from uh, Wanaka.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think probably as most of the, the people listening know, it's, it's come over from Australia and now based in Wanaka, and it was owned by Doug Hamilton, and I I was over there a couple of months ago flying with a couple of P-40s that he's got there in you know, I've been talking to him a while about coming over to the show, and that, and during that visit, he said, "Right, I, let's do it." So he's he's coming out to fly the Lockheed um, during the show, which is really good. And owner and and Robert will be alongside him. Um, and so, yeah, I'm looking really forward to it. Um, Doug flies beautiful displays, um, and to have a polished Lockheed uh, flying around over the three days is some um, is pretty special, I think. Yeah. Who, who did you say is going to be beside him? Uh, Robert Brock, Boris Brock, the, oh. the owner oh, yeah. Got of the got it's Yeah, It's one of those aeroplanes that, you know, if you could display by yourself, you would, but you can't see out of the right side particularly well. Right. Um, so being, you know, having a crew of two helps with an aeroplane like that, just
3: being sure. able to um, keep a good lookout. Yeah, sure. Um, you've got a new arrival at a marker that's just come down from Ardmore too, the Polycarpov PO2. Yeah, that uh Ryan flew it down, Tracy was in the back.
4: I think it took them something like five hours. Uh might might have been a little bit longer than that. Wow. One one Sunday after or one Sunday. Turned up here at about six o'clock on a Sunday night. And um, you know, you sort of thought they would have got out of it been pretty tired and stuff, but they seemed to actually still I think they could have gone the length of the South Island with the mood they were into all right <laughs> Um <laughs> And, you know, it's had it's had issues and things that have needed to be sorted for quite some time, and it's great that it's finally here. Um, Ryan's flown, flown it a few times since. We did a, a photo flight with it the other day. One of the photos of that's on the uh, What You See page on the website. Yeah. And since that time, uh, Jay McIntyre's been rated in the aeroplane as well, and he'll fly it at the show. Okay. Um, I can't remember the last time the owner has seen it. He hasn't. I don't think he's seen it since it's been in New Zealand. Oh wow! Um, so yeah, he'll be here for that. So he's looking quite forward to the fact that it's here now. And you know, even with the conditions, you've just got to have the perfect day. And Ryan pulled the trigger at the right time. Greg Ryan and his guys had the airplane ready, yep. and some of the New Zealand Warbirds guys helped out, get it out on the day, and help get on their way. So yeah, really cool to see that here. Such a unique sound. And you know, travels along at about 50 miles, 50 60 miles an hour, so it, it doesn't is, do a lot, but it sounds pretty cool.
3: <laughs> is it? Um, that's a genuine World War II aircraft, isn't it?
4: From what I understand, yeah, I, I can't say I've done a lot of research on it, but um, yeah, it is
3: okay. Cool. Um, speaking of some other classics, you've got five Wacos coming, haven't you? Yeah, we do. We, we're lucky enough down
4: um, to have uh, Jay. McIntyre and Rick's Newman's aeroplane flew recently. Yep. um, And Jay's now rated on that, so he'll be flying that at the show. Uh, Simon Holdsworth's beautiful, Waco, the red one, uh, is down here having um, some uh, maintenance done on it, just normal maintenance, then it'll be left here. Keith Skilling's one's already here, that's been in the hangar for a few weeks. And so that only leaves Marty Kaplan and Phil, Phil Hooker to bring both the bali's airplanes down from taronga sometime this week so that will um that will give
3: us five yeah. wow that's pretty awesome That all of, all of those aircraft are really really classic they're really beautiful aircraft and yeah uh, so
4: we've got we've got a, a a the 1930s classics area where they'll all be parked wing to wing right um and they'll all be flying together uh during a display at some point so there will be a formation of all of them uh, and then they'll break off and do a couple of individual, uh, a three ship and a two ship outside of that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the, the sound of the Waco is pretty unique. So, I think five of them, I don't think I've ever seen five of them in there before. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that's really something to look forward to. And that's, I think, when I went over to the parking lot this morning that the guys are fencing out, just I could kind of visualize those five Waco's sitting there. Yeah. so as soon as you walk in the gate, there'll be five WACOs all parked up, shiny, and um, with the Lockheed alongside them. So it should look pretty neat.
3: Oh, wow, fantastic. Um, and of course, you've got a, another Bristol fighter that's flying in Adamaka as well, haven't you? Replica,
4: yeah.
3: Um, yep, that belongs to Graham Orphan and Jeff Brooks. It's
4: one of the ones that Graham bought out from the USA. And it's flying it's happy um and ryan southern will fly it on the friday night at the show andy love will fly it saturday sunday and yep. a display with um the two local Newports and uh pub.
3: okay
4: excellent and they've been out flying that the the three ship have been uh out there practicing quite a bit ryan's had to fly off the test flying period so they haven't been able to get together and do a big four-ship, um exercise like we thought at the beginning. Yeah, but you just make make do with what you've got. So they've worked out a, a display which sounds pretty neat. It's got a bit of a theme behind it. Um. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be good to see.
3: Excellent. Um. And of course, uh, the mosquito is going to do an engine run. Yep. Yeah, so um,
4: the mosquito. We'll be out all three days depending on weather um from what i understand that we were going to use the rain radar as an idea of like right what's today going to bring. but um i read a couple of weeks ago that the wellington rain radar is being upgraded which seems to involve mulberry it's not showing a lot of rain at the moment when we're getting it okay um so we need to be quite careful there um as to when it comes outside but we have got the world war two area where there'll be the mosquito um glory of the p40 and the tiger all parked and uh, all parked side by side oh wow uh because it's one of those things that we can't really do in the museum yet yeah so it'll be nice to see all three parked together and yeah our will run it um a few different times during the day brilliant brilliant
3: uh, is there anything else new on the on the list that Um, well, there's
4: there's aeroplanes. Um, I mean, I I guess it depends. Uh, one of the things I wanted to try and do this time is make sure that both of the uh, the Yak 3s fly together in a display. So, Mark and Graham Frew have been out practicing that, yep. Uh, which is really, really good. Um, I saw a display in England a few years ago with a, a Bouchon and a and a Spitfire, and they've they've adapted it, that kind of thing to their display. How and it and it looks really really good what they're doing.
3: Okay.
4: Um. So it'll be a good opportunity to hear and and see them both together.
3: Uh, yeah, um,
4: definitely. And another airplane is that the Blériot flew yesterday. Dan Coleman flew that for the first time in quite a while. Wow. I just had a few little. Little engine niggles, and he flew a few circuits in that yesterday. So that's good to see that back in the air and flying. Yeah. Oh, um, and new for here, we haven't had the Trojan pair here before. Oh, um, of course. Yep. Yep. So um, Peter and Brett will be bringing both those down. Uh, it's the three aerobatic teams, the Black Falcons, the Yak 52 team, and the Roaring 40s. So it's nice to have the three teams back. Great. Um, and the Spartan that the RAA for bringing. Over, they've got a display plane for that, um, which sounds quite unique by the sounds of it. But I haven't, um, haven't actually seen it myself yet.
3: So uh, we've, uh, never, we've, we've never actually had a, a, a flying display from a, a Spartan museum. I think have we? They've parked them up. But... Well, we had one.
4: We had one here at, at Classic Fighters. Uh, we've had the Spartan here before. Oh, okay. But from from memory, it had a um, uh, it had a tire issue. And couldn't do its full display on the Sunday. Did a few passes Saturday. Oh, um, but, uh, yes. Yeah. But, but from yeah. what we're hearing, they have got a, a demo worked up with it and they'll be flying that. Uh, and um, Bevan and uh, Lucy are bringing their Tiger Moth down as well. And either Lucy or Bevan will fly that in a 30 slot with a Tiger Moth, uh, with a Fox Moth and a Stagway. Oh, nice. Um, so t- we're just trying to. You know put displays together that we haven't had here before
3: yeah yeah
4: um so yeah it's all it's all shaping up pretty well i think <laughs> <laughs> my, wife, my wife said last night you know i, I can't answer the question I I'm just too new to it to really i i i think we're we're uh looking all right but until you've been through one you know i don't think you'll, you'll ever really know in the in the change of job that it is yeah you know, yeah. it won't be till next Monday that probably sit down and know what worked and what didn't. But there's a lot of effort gone, Um and even more so because of this um, the new air, uh, the airfield setup that we that we need to use now.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
4: we've probably had like thirty, at least thirty drafts of the airfield map done. Wow! Because there's, you know, there's not one thing that's in the same place as what it was in 2019. Wow. Okay. Um, so yeah, it is, it is quite different, but in some ways, I think it, with the way that we've got, we're able to display the airplanes that might actually be, um, you know, something maybe we should have done earlier. Who knows? Right. No next week.
3: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You will know. Mm. Um, so you mentioned the Black Falcons, which is exciting that they're getting back into airshow flying again, which is the the Air Force's um, display team. Um, yeah. They haven't really been about for a few years, have they?
4: No. Well, they've been doing, you know, I think this year was the the first year, real year back because, you know, uh, Wings Over Wyracha were back, Classic Fighters was back. There was a few other events uh, supporting that. So I guess it gave them the... Um, the the reason to get up there and start flying again yep. um so it'll be really nice to um to see them back here uh, yes. i don't i can't remember the last time i saw them right um flying together so i'm, I'm looking quite forward to it
3: yep uh, exactly and like unfortunately they, they were meant to uh have their first display at um the art deco weekend at napier and of course that got cycloned out so it yeah um, yeah so yeah this would be this would probably be their first airshow uh yeah well, they've done years. a lot of
4: yeah they've done a lot of work up and a lot of practice to just have events canceled and after covid mm. you would have thought that you know maybe we would have, we would have got a better run of things but um yeah. let's hope let's hope next weekend's the start of it because yeah. um
3: you know everybody needs it yeah absolutely absolutely now is the Air Force Heritage flight involved as well this time or um they are with the spitfire so they are
4: displaying that as part of the rnzAF slot yep and um we're also allowed to use it for um our airfield attacks and things like that that we have going i'm not sure whether there's a couple of texans with it uh flying with it or not um it could be that the spitfire flies in a formation with them which is something we've been talking about for a while yep um so we just have to see how that pans out uh next week okay
3: cool uh, and what about uh, aerobatic acts? I, I believe Andy Love's going to be flying his, um, his pits.
4: Yep. So Andy's going to be here. He's going to be the main aerobatic guy um, this year. I mean, he's been putting on a lot of work. Yes. Um, and so I'm looking really forward to seeing what uh, what he comes up with. Um, you know, we go up to the TVAL practice weekends every month, and he's always up there um, practicing or um, tutoring somebody or um, – you know, watching displays from the ground and judging them. So it's really good to see him actually get a chance to get out there and fly and then and that and then get on to the um uh the Bristol fighter the following day.
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing that a lot of people who go to air shows enjoy is rides and uh, so what aircraft can they book rides in? Um I guess it would be best to check in with um,
4: with the operators themselves. I'm not quite sure how they will run. Um, we've normally run dual rides on the Friday, uh, sorry, on the Monday. Yeah. I know the DC three's um gonna try and plan three uh scenic flights a day. Um there is a Fox Moth that is gonna be doing dual rides um uh, steaming full noise and the answer other ones i can think of off the top of my head okay yeah the other um, ones but if you're here you're here you and you want to ride it it'd be easy just to go over and see them or or flick them an email in between they've got pretty you know good websites where you're able to go through and do that
3: cool uh and of course the uh v1 is back isn't it uh no the v1's not back this time um but the v2 is oh
4: um so um Yeah, this bunch of guys have built this v2 again and so that's going to be the um uh, the big highlight from the ground side i guess you could call it um when it when it happened in 2011 i think there was enough gas by people then that you know didn't really know what to expect and (laughs) you know since that time it hasn't made a return and this will be the last one i can't see it coming back because of the work that's involved and the chaps that have built it are, uh, are getting older and yep. uh, rules, regulations and changes and things like that mean that, you know, we're best to make the most of it now. So the guys are putting a, a scenario together based on that thing and um, it's working beautifully. We're getting it out again for a practice this morning. Um, and, yeah, it'll be out all 3 It'll be out Friday night, it be out uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, do, doing
3: a different, it'll be a different, Thing happening each day with it. Wow, awesome! Now, um, it's classic fighters. So, which uh, fighter aircraft are people going to see? I know you've mentioned the two Yaks, Yak threes. Well,
4: I've, I think we've got ev- everything that we could get. So there's yeah, there's the Yak, the steadfast and four eyes are two Yaks. Yeah, um, the Mark fourteen Spitfire, Focke one ninety, Graham Bethel's back with his Mustang. Brendan's got his um, Spitfire coming, and Frank and Liz are bringing the P 40 down.
3: Okay. Okay. So, with a
4: couple of those aeroplanes um, up for sale, you know, who knows where we'll be when the next year shows on or whether those aeroplanes will even be in the country. So, um, I suggest trying to get along if you can and making the most of it. Of course, there's the Avro, I always include the Avro Anson in the World War II. Um, because I think that's a pretty big heavy hitter impressive machine for what it is. Yes. Um agreed. So yeah, that gives us like uh, at least six uh six fighters, I think. But good to see the wolf in the in the Mark 14 back. Um it's been a lot of work getting to this point, but we're there now, so they should be flying this week. Both serviceable, ready
3: to go. So um they just need to be flown later in the week. Cool, absolutely. So um is the museum going to be open or closed during the issue the world war one section will be open if you've got a ticket
4: yep uh world war ii won't be because uh you know we've already got the mosquito p40 fox wolf spitfire all outside yeah I and mean, yeah. so there's not much really in there to look at and the, and the staff in there can help more with other operational aspects of the show so yeah. world war ii section will be closed but um you'll be able to see all those airplanes anyway they'll all be outside which is where we like to see them in reality yes
3: again 100 percent. yeah oh well wow. um no awesome it sounds like it's going to be another brilliant show and you've done an awesome job by the sound of things so um all i can say is good luck and i, I really wish i was going to be there but unfortunately i'm not this is the first time since 2007 that i've missed the show and, yeah, well, you can't. You know, you can't go to the mall, Dave. You know, you can only try. Right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and by by sacrificing by not going to this show, I'm getting to England where I'll see a few shows of. Yeah, I'll
2: exactly. To, so, exactly.
3: Um, but um, yeah, I, mean, I, I still want to support you you guys, and and I wish I was there to support you on your first show. But um, so yeah, I thought, gosh, I've got to have you on the show, and do a bit of pre promotion for you. So, um. Um, there is the Friday night show too that we're running again.
4: Um, oh yes, so the, the, the traditional practice day, and then from four o'clock onwards, there's a, a bunch of displays in there that are um, that are really good, and that finish up with a, a V two scenario and a couple of other things happening, and then fireworks at the, the spectacular fireworks at the end that Kelvin Holdaway and his gang always put on. Um, that's always something special. It sure is that display. So. And he showed me a video the other day of a couple of um little little things he's bought. I don't know where he got them, but the um quite spectacular in the sky, so yeah, th- that's a real highlight too.
3: Great, great. Um the only other thing I was gonna ask is uh helicopters. Are there any helicopters involved? Yep, so um we've got a uh a display
4: by Mulberry helicopters with two of their they've got a squirrel and jet ranger yep and they'll both be configured differently for different day jobs that they do uh, um the air force will bring the sea sprite uh down there's also a uh yeah, practice i saw the other day by um two ag airplanes from patched aggie that have we've got them together and got them doing a um pretty neat looking display so they're, wow. they're not on the what you'll see page it's still a little bit more to come on that because want to make sure we get some information on the companies behind them before we go to posting stuff. Okay. Um, cool. So, yeah, the, to, to bring the ag aspect back into it, as well as the local aspect of it from the companies that are operating here. Um, and, yeah, the, the guys, the fixed-wing guys, their display was, um, although it's just displaying their day job and not going outside of, outside of that, um, it was really good to see it, uh, especially two in the air together. Yeah. Doing different things
3: yeah gosh I, I don't think anything like that would have happened since probably way back in the days of the wanganui Airworks team um yeah i'm
4: not too, yeah i'm not too sure so we've got the the two helicopters will fly uh on one day and the uh, two air two, two airplanes the other brilliant Um brilliant. so it's good just for them to get get the opportunity to, to um you know get their story across on the pa during their slots because it's um you know the two long-standing companies that have done a lot for the a lot for the area, and you know you often hear them roaring around in the valleys up the back, but you never see them. Yes. Yeah. Um. So it'd be good for the uh, for people to actually um experience more ag because you know as you know we haven't had any show for four years, so neither's really anybody else. So it's like now's the opportunity to start bringing that grassroots back, and you know maybe getting
3: the youngsters coming through in a in an ag career. Yeah, absolutely uh, and also it, it's such an important part of our agriculture the the flying side of it it's it's incredibly important and it's really good for the townies and the and the rest of the population to actually understand what's really what's really happening with these aircraft I think
4: yeah yeah that's right and when with the with the two ag guys uh, flying their their airplanes we went and did a, a photo flight a few months ago now and we've just been doing little bits like that every now and again and, and all of a sudden these two these two guys are flying around in a really sharp formation. They they start their display with the formation takeoff and finish it with a formation landing. Wow. Um, and then they do their air piece in the middle. So I, I was quite blown away with what I saw the other day. Yeah,
3: right. Um,
4: they, they just said to me, what, well, you know, rang the other day, what do you want us to do? And it's just like, well, just, you know, do your day jobs. Yeah. And man, I want that job if that's
3: their day job. <laughs> I, I guess nobody's more proficient at low flying and uh, getting around tight turns and you know um, precision flying than, than an egg pilot so oh, yeah yeah like, I've, I've always been a
4: fan of ag aeroplanes and mm. um, you know the two helicopters being rigged up differently as well um and yeah it, it's just good to you know we're getting to that point where we could nearly run a pretty good show from our own airfield with what we've actually got just here. Yeah. Right, um, yeah. The place is just gone. It, it's just going gangbusters and more airplanes being uh, bought in all the time. You know, of one week, um, Bristol fighter flying the next, Jay's Waco flying, you know, Simon's Waco turning up to be put together and flying.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, that, that's the airplane coming along. It's, you, know, the, the, it, you know, there might not be a lot of World War II fighter activity going on for you know restoration wise for new zealand owners but there's a lot of other stuff going on mm. with um some very interesting airplanes granted they're not as fast and some wouldn't say as cool as the fighters but they've all got their own charm i
3: guess and their own bit of history yeah absolutely 100 percent. well um yeah i can't think of anything else to ask other than um do you want to plug your sponsors who are, who are helping with the show yeah, we've got a, we've
4: got a lot of them, um, and you can find them all at the bottom of our website page. Um, you know, if you thank one, you've got to thank more. Yeah, and we could be here for a couple of hours if I did that. <laughs> True, but you know, without without them, we wouldn't be able to run um, the show at all. But um, what we really need is for is for the public to turn out and come along. And you know, cost of living's a bit of an issue at the moment. Um, and if if these here shows continue, they need. Um, support from everybody you know the, the airplane fans will always be there if they can um but if we can get more of the general people come along and you know there's a big kids fun zone on the field and there's a lot of interactive type displays going on so you know it's not all about the airplanes and, and that's what classic fighters has, has been about pretty much since its you know, inception it's not just um one in, you know different airplanes flying up and down all day long from 10 to 4 um, there's a lot of other stuff
3: going, you know, outside of that. 100%. I always forget until I get there that there's things like car clubs with all their classic cars and there's fire engines and there's all sorts of things, steam engines, all that sort of thing going on. So uh, oh, yeah, there's, it's there's, a real
4: uh, Yeah, there's a, there's a really nice car display uh, because a part of the, the 1930s uh, Waco display with the Lockheed and all of that sort of stuff is – Um, a lot of cars from that period are going to be paraded, which will be, um, quite nice to see. Yeah. And then there's a few other things I think people should come along and experience for themselves without me, um, without me ruining it. No, dark ground based things as well that, um, you know, there's a couple of things there that, uh, I'm looking quite forward to seeing that I haven't seen or heard before. Um, so yep, get
3: along or you might miss it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so um just give us the website so that uh anyone who wants to get last-minute tickets uh just
4: classicfighters.co.nz. Um and we've put a lot of work into the site we've um we uploaded the uh the flying program last week and that's the latest version that i don't think will change very much from here yep so you can pretty much rely on what's there um and the what you'll see page will give you a good idea of what's in the air and
3: what's on the ground Brilliant. Well, all the best of luck, Gavin. I hope it goes really well, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing photographs and videos and and all the reports from my friends that are going to go down there. So,
4: yeah, no, it'll be good. Excellent. Thanks for your time, oh, Dave. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. Cool. Thanks, mate. See you, mate. See ya.
3: That was the Wings Over New Zealand show with Dave Homewood.